Here to bring game, you know. Ball smack top, motherfucking soil. Let me catch a vibe for y'all niggas. Hey, kissing babies and shaking hands, man. Out here doing, yeah, hear me. What the fuck I got to do out here to make it black, open, and you are now experiencing the world famous Boss Mac Podcast. A R N S, y'all. R N motherfucking. Be up and they doing this Y'all niggas already know how I get down Nothing but good game when I come around Ball smack top soil Y'all got to love the sound Whoa Yes indeed Hit a gear to me with speed real niggas always in the league man y'all know how i be doing man i just be trying to come in with a whole lot of energy and inspiration for y'all niggas because i love doing this shit man you know it's always a blessing and an honor to be podcasting for y'all niggas out there for real in real time man in real time what's up with it i go by the name of the ball smack top so you know and you know the show is always brought to you by ball smack street where you could go through ball smack street where right now cops of ball smack street where you see that the ball smack got on some ball smack street where right now um, this like is a, uh, you know, like a, you know, like a neon green and black ensemble, man. You know, this is like, uh, it's real comfortable. Um, it's going to be up there at the, at the stove for show. You know, I'm just trying to bring in more, uh, you know, because the niggas can't wear the offensive language like that. And I recognize that, man. And I want to take care of this niggas stylistically. You understand me? And give you something comfortable to just throw on, man. And just vibe in, man. And and and, and, and I'm going to tell you, man, when bitches look at this, man, they just feel good, man. I'm going to tell you, man, I ain't even trying to put extras on it and make it seem like I'm that nigga doing fashion but really i'm that nigga doing fashion and spitting game you know what i'm talking about man but uh this make bitches feel happy man i'm just trying to tell you man so cop you a few of these outfitted you know what i mean and 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 just shine and recline you know what i mean it's a state of mind 
fuck with me, don't fuck with them. Also, if you need some game, cause you struggling with your bitch out there, bro. Holla at the ball, smack tops, or text me. And I'ma holler back, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm kinda backed up and I'm working through the caseload, man. But I'ma get to you, man. That's that's on me for charging low prices, man. You know, that's on me for charging low prices, man. The caseload, man, because you know, I can only do so many phone calls per day because the boss Mike Top got all this other shit to be doing, man. You understand me? But you know what? I got y'all niggas if you need that game, man, because I know, man, it's hard out there, man. I be seeing a lot of niggas, man, a, a lot of niggas, man, be just doing sucker shit, man, and it's the, it's a sucker world, bro, and you want to get game, man, and help yourself, man, do that, holla at the ball, smack topsoil, and I'm going to bless you. With the hourly race, that's great. Highly seasoned game, nigga. All right, now. Y'all know how we get down. We always come with niggas in the motherfucking news and niggas in the motherfucking news. And, you know, man... Our number one nigga in the news is emerging drill rapper. He had just jumped into my radars, man. The nigga came on my radars, young K Flock. I peeped him at the Rolling Loud in New York. You know what I'm saying? I peeped him at the Rolling Loud in New York. And I was looking. I was looking at the uh, Rolling Loud in New York. And I seen him come out and perform. And if you get a chance, I'm I'm going to post a clip of their performance. Me. I mean, nigga, live performance was awful. 
right? But this is the first time I, I noticed them. This is the first time I noticed them, right? And I was like, look at these little niggas. They live performance is awful, right? And then near the end of they set, they so didn't give a fuck about their performance. It looked like they was aiming all their lyrics at some of their ops in the crowd. I think their ops was in the crowd right here or some shit like that. And I think they was aiming their shit at their ops, right? So then after they performed, they had a they had a little they had a little scrimmage with they ops backstage, right? The, the a dude named Ron Suno. So the little young niggas in New York, the little drill rapper niggas, young as fuck, K Flock 18, and the other nigga Ron Suno. I think that's his name. They had a little little soft like they had like a little fight back there. You know what I'm saying? Look like what happened to Draco. You know what I'm saying? They had a little fight back there. I don't even know how Rolling Loud, like I said, I, I spoke on this before. I don't even know how Rolling Loud didn't know that them niggas, them two crews had beef. You know what I mean? That shit is brazy, man. Like, okay, so that made me first notice the K-Flock nigga. So then I went and looked at his music. I was like, okay, let's see what's up with K-Flock. And then some about his shit, I was like, man, this little nigga is out here doing this stuff. This, I just looked at his videos and the energy that's coming off of this nigga, I'm like, ah, oh, this nigga is out here doing all everything he talking about. He doing it. This little nigga doing it. And then another thing I noticed about they live performance when um, they was doing their shitty performance at Rolling Loud is I noticed they fashion. I was like, ah, oh, these niggas fashion is at a high level. These niggas fashion is damn right. And I look at us like, oh, niggas is having money. Niggas is fashion. Then I seen a little nigga in a, I seen a nigga in a pot, somebody podcast, an interview or something. And that nigga was serious as fuck. I was like, look at this little nigga. This, this little nigga out here doing all this stuff. Look at this nigga serious as fuck. He was playing his music for the podcast nigga. And I was looking at that. I was like, man, this nigga kind of look like he don't give a fuck about the music, man. This nigga look like he don't really give a fuck about the music. It look like he cared more about being a gangster than, than the music. So... Fast forward to now. K-Flock goes into a barber shop and asks a nigga what he's looking at 
in front of the barbers, in front of the audience at the barbershop. So you in the barbershop, a nigga come in there and be like, nigga, what you looking at? <laughs> so you know, you know you gotta get up and go outside for that, right? I'm in here get my hair cut. And here come a nigga in here in hostility. Look, man, I don't know what niggas be thinking, man, but I done seen a lot of niggas. I done heard of a lot of niggas getting killed at barbershops, bro. Like, gangster hood barbershops. If you gonna go to a hood barbershop in prime time, I think you should take your gun. Really, like if you in the if you in one if you in L A Atlanta, New York, Philly, and you going to a hey man, Milwaukee, <laughs> you need to take your blower with you to go uh, get your haircut, bro, and have it off safety and have one in the chamber and have it like in a position where you could just shoot (laughs) what the fuck what the fuck bro but anyway K Flock walk in the barbershop and like hey what you looking at Nigga go outside and niggas just kill him. Like everybody in that barbershop didn't know that that was K Flock that came in there. It's, damn, this is K Flock just in here checking the nigga. So imagine that experience for the niggas in the barbershop. Niggas in the barbershop. It's a regular day, you getting your hair cut and shit. You know, then all of a sudden, damn, nigga K Flock. Hey man, what you looking at? To this nigga right here, and you're like, damn, what? That nigga like, oh nigga, what the fuck? He get up and he go outside like, damn man, what? It's it's a little tension. Niggas go outside and it's little 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 skirmishing sounds and then pop 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 pop. Whoa! <laughs> and the nigga that was in the front, it came flock run off, and all y'all in the barbershop go, damn. What the fuck? All kind of cameras and shit, broad daylight. Now, you know, man, I, I, you know. I'm quite sure that young man had a reason for that. I hope we find out one day what the reason was. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of reasons for that to happen. I mean, like, you know, when I when I see the K Flock thing, I can't help but reminisce on Slick Rick the Slick Rick Slick Rick Slick Rick the Ruler. Slick Rick Children's Story. I know y'all remember Slick Rick, right? Did y'all know that 
just like K Flock. But but worse, probably worse than eh, well, just like K Flock on the verge of mega blowing up. Slick Rick back in the days, uh Slick Rick got into it with his with his relative who was who was trying to extort him because I guess his relative thought he was a buster. So and then I think his relative was like a gangster and was like mashing on his mom's too. Some some brazy type of shit. But anyway, it was on site with uh Slick Rick was on site status with this nigga. <laughs> Back then, just like K Flock on site, on site, seeing his cousin out in traffic, start barking on that nigga. <laughs> Barked on his relative, missed that nigga. That nigga shot innocent bystanders. I think he shot two people, innocent bystanders. Then he did a high-speed chase and crashed and shit. This was right after Slick Rick's first album. Great Adventures of Slick Rick, one of the greatest albums of hip-hop history. It was so much potential for Slick Rick right there. Everybody was but you know, it's interesting, the story in that, but my favorite song off the last album, one of them was The Moment I Feared. Do you feel like there's any kind of irony in that situation compared to situations you in now on, on a legal tip? Um, yeah, well, kind of, you know, you situation I ain't never been in before, you know, going to jail and all that, you know. I like to, I like to, you know, make the public laugh, you know, humor them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all that fancy stuff, you know, as far as, you know, being moment of fear and all that, mm-hmm. you know, brother just got to handle it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the fear besides God, you know what I'm saying, and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that was interesting, because the whole scenario to me was like a motion picture, and, um, and now you kind of living that out, which is interesting, but it's great that we get to talk and be... <laughs> hey, yo, Rick. On a serious tip, man, you know, like we talked earlier about the little predicament that you have and on the legal side and what have you, and we know you're in the process of working that out and what, you know, but is there something you want to say to all your fans who also, you know, are curious about what's happening and everything and how you feel about all this? Well, I would say, you know, I'd tell them, like, you know, no matter what kind of situation you get in, no matter how mad you get, you know, never never try your best not to never take law in your own hands, you know, it ain't worth it, you know, you got to think of your future, sometimes you got to swallow your pride and all that, mm. you know, that's just how that go. That's interesting, that's a strong message coming from Slick Rick, and uh, that's real potent, man, you know, the way that, you know, that takes a lot of courage. Everybody, that just killed Slick Rick right there, bro. He, and he lucky he home from that. You know what I'm saying? That destroys slick that listen. Let me let me let me try to tap in briefly how that fucked up slick rick, bro. Let me try to let me try to tap in at how that fucked up slick rick, bro. Let me let me just let me just try to tap in. Before Slick Rick and, and and young niggas ain't feeling me on this. And this kinda happened to this kinda happened to Draco too, I noticed, I think. 
But Slick Rick, before he went to prison, was skinny pimping. Slick Rick was skinny pimping. Skinny pimping. Slick Rick was the essence of skinny pimping fly nigga. Slick Rick had a little run right there. I know I'm digressing. I know I'm digressing. Y'all fuck with me on this digress. Slick Rick had a real good run right there. Skinny pimping. His gear. Fly. Fly. That was part of it. That was part of the mystique of Slick Rick. Bally. Skinny pimping. Nigga did jewelry. Nigga. Any nigga. You know what I mean? He went to prison, came out, looked like he swole up. He just distorted, fat, ain't skinny pimping no more. It's gone. Left it in the penitentiary. Now look at your boy K Flock. Skinny pimping. Skinny pimping. I don't know if uh, something in me feels like it could be some type of miracle that this nigga beat this shit. It could be like a miracle or some type of shit. I don't know. But this is very similar to the Slick Rick thing. About the, the, the potential, the boundless potential. And then a nigga just, you know. Shout out K Flock. Y'all should go check out his music, man. I think he was going to be the next drill motherfucker. No, it's crazy, man, how, you know, when these things happen, it make you focus on their music and shit, man. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is it, did I exhaust that? Did I exhaust that? I think I exhausted that. All right. Another nigga in the news. I want to revisit the Draco, uh, homicide, uh, Draco, rest in peace. Uh, I just wanted to recap. Um, there was some things I forgot to mention that I thought was of the essence. With regard to uh, Draco. And um, I don't know if I pointed this out in the last episode with Red Handed, but one thing I noticed about Draco and them when they was at Rolling Loud, I, I really paid attention to the end of the show when all his homies came out 
and they was all had on all high fashion shit like every man had on high fashion and it looked like every man up there it was a lot of them too y'all could, I'm gonna I'm put up that clip and um they all look like they wanted to get theirs off they look like they all was feeding off of Draco energy and but yet they wanted to get each one of them wanted to get theirs off like I seen a lot of individuality like you know what I'm saying um another thing too man is what struck me when I looked at them niggas at the Rolling Loud I was like these niggas is high fashion. But they in a warfare atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? They don't look, these niggas don't look ready for war right now up there. That that crossed my mind. Like, I thought that, like, because, you know, all this shit that Draco was talking, like, and then, like, even while he was doing the show, LA is mine, nigga. This is my city, nigga. LA is my city. These niggas know the truth. I I know the truth. We know the truth. We know the truth. You know. I mean, like. They look vulnerable up there, man. They look... My thought was like, them niggas... For Draco to be talking that much shit, they look vulnerable up there. They don't look ready for war. They look... They looked high. They looked like they was at leisure. They looked like they was thinking about bitches. It looked like they was individually thinking about how can I get mine off like Draco that's what I saw you feel me now I know I'm talking all winded and shit but I'm saying all this to make a point alright then I look at the tape where Draco you know met his demise now I know it's 50 to 1 I mean I know it's 100 to 15 supposedly I couldn't see 100 on the screen it probably looked like it was 20 maybe 30 of them versus 15 of them but they was outnumbered and but 
bottom line, the tape shows, and you know, I'm not trying to be flipping over no stones and and emphasizing bad shit, but when you review the tape, you can see that all of Draco's people ran. <laughs> Draco is the only one on the front line chunking them. The only one up there fighting. In in a in a in a in a in a security dude. The rest of the distinct team had pew. Now Ralphie the plug, his brother came back. But, you know, it almost, you know, in further review, in further review, I was thinking, like, if he would have survived that, let's let's say if he would have survived that, you know what I'm saying? And then he would have got to look at that tape. That nigga would have had to clean out his whole crew. He had to clean out his whole crew, except for his brother. And then... It's brazy, man, because... Niggas gotta live with that. I heard some niggas talking about, man, them niggas gonna get DP'd, all them niggas that ran. Yeah, DP, you know, DP is bull, but nigga, you gotta live with that. You ran and your mans died. The goose that laid the golden eggs. Y'all ran away from the goose that lays the golden eggs. How do y'all look at his mama, y'all niggas who ran? How do y'all look at his mama? You know what I'm saying? All the niggas who ran. Ralphie the Plug came back. All the rest of the niggas ran. 13 niggas ran. You know what I'm saying? And a man's died. Draco had to be on the other side going, what the fuck? <laughs> These niggas ran. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, wow.
Now, I have to place some of the blame on Draco as well. Because if he was a good leader, if he was a good leader, the troops would have fought with him side to side to the death. If he was a good leader, that's good. That uh, good leaders inspire that in their troops. Like it, a good, a great leader. You feel me? Niggas abandon him. A great leader is like 300, man. King Leonidas, man. That's that's exactly what uh uh that's that's what uh that's what them niggas should have did. Them niggas should have did 300. They should have did 300. They should have did 300 and he would have survived. I think. If they would have been like, hell no. We're going to, you know, we're going to, a lot of us is going to get stabbed up in this motherfucker. This the ghost, the goose, the goose, the goose got to get out of here. We don't have shit without the goose. They're laying the golden eggs. Man, y'all got to live with that. Shame on y'all niggas, man. Shame on y'all niggas, man. Shame. Shame, man. All right. Let me see what what else I got here. I, I, know, I, got some, I know I got some good reader listener email shit for y'all niggas today, man. Pertaining to the game now. Huh? Let's go. I want to say rest in peace to a young man from my section, man. Rest in peace, Rosecrans Tone. Rest in peace. I, I got to keep it a buck. I, 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 I didn't know the nigga like that, but I was aware of him, and he was on my radar. And, and my nigga, four P's, had like, yo... You got to check for Rosecrans Tone. You feel me? I had my eye on him, man. And, you know, once again, man, I wish I had, man, acted fast and got him in here, man. You never know. These youngins, man, they be here and gone tomorrow, man. I'm telling you, man, y'all niggas got to keep your head on the swivel out there, man. And Listen, man, niggas cannot... This, this environment is crazy, man. It's like it's, it's we in Afghanistan out here, bro. Like, for real, for real. For niggas. Afghanistan. This shit go around white people, though. Like, it's funny, man. It's weird. But for niggas and Mexicans, it's Afghanistan. And Asian. It's Afghanistan. You know what I mean? 
Oh, back to K Flock, man. They they identified the nigga from his fashion. Damn. It made me think about Rose. Rose Cranston. Damn. Niggas gotta be careful, man. You know, keep your head on swivel, man. Damn. Sneaky motherfuckers be sneaking up on motherfuckers, man. You gotta be ready to move, man. You gotta have on loose clothes, man. I suggest niggas don't even wear... Niggas shouldn't even wear, wear jeans... Uh, niggas shouldn't even wear jeans during the week, man. Like, if you're not going nowhere, man, you should just wear some loose shit and and have you a holster, have you the gun belt under that shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Have loose shit on. You got to be ready to move and and get up out of there, man, and get to get to get the blower out. Get got to be able to move, man. You be Driving in the car, man. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers pull up next to you. You got to be able to grab the blower and just, just get off through the window on them niggas. You know what I mean? Like, anyway. Another nigga in the nose. I want to make an observation right quick, man. Um, I want to say shout out to Bobby Smurda and Rowdy Rebel once again for overcoming the trials and tribulations and making it back home, man. But I, I got to make an observation about them niggas. Make an observation, man. Niggas is putting out... Niggas, niggas video that they just put out uh, where they doing... They portraying the Wolf of Wall Street, man. That that video is, is whack, bro. Niggas, 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 niggas... All y'all shit that y'all been doing... Bobby Smurder been doing is is weak. Everything is weak. All them songs is weak. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I figured out what's wrong with Bobby Smurder and them. I figured out why they having a hard time. I figured it out. I figured it out. Bobby Smurda, if you listening to me, my nigga, this is going this is game for you, nigga. All this new shit, all this uh mansions and palatial properties, shooting videos at that shit, that shit ain't good for you, man. That shit's not tight, man. That's not good for you. You gotta take these videos back to the soil. We gotta see you. Back in your hood in GS9 amongst the niggas on the front line video, nigga. You gotta take that shit to the you that's why y'all niggas was popping in the first place. I had to go back and look at their videos and be like, wait a minute, why did I like these niggas in the first place? Because y'all been putting out such bullshit product. I had to go, man, why did I like these niggas in the first place? So I pulled up the old material, hot nigga, smoney dance, 
Smoney Dance. You feel me? Smoney Dance. Rowdy Rebel. I bought the Smoney Dance, nigga, cause I'm lit. But the Smoney Dance, nigga, cause I'm lit. Those videos is dope because they in they hood, they in they soil. Now, I don't know if the government is banning them niggas from going to their soil. If the government has banned them niggas from going to their soil and shooting real videos in the elements like they used to, if they got a ban on that, the government is fucking up their career. Straight out. Straight out. Somebody in Bobby Smurder camp Get this message to him. Let him know, hey, nigga, take that shit back to the... Get out these mansions. All y'all niggas got on makeup and all that shit. All that good lighting. Take that shit back out there to the front line. That's why niggas liked you in the first place because you was out there in the elements, nigga. You got to go back out there. All right, now. Another nigga in the nose. Uh, man, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck, man. As an old nigga. As an old nigga looking at hip hop. Respecting hip hop. Hey, man. Playboy Cardi is that nigga right now, bro. That nigga tour, that nigga live show is dope, nigga. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm a purist. I like seeing niggas spit bars into the microphone. <clears throat> he don't even be doing that shit. But that shit still go. It's still tight. It's still fire. Nigga. That's why uh, Lil Yachty and Drake was out there in the mosh pit because them niggas understand. Hey, Playboy Cardi got the youth. Now, I don't know if it's demonic or whatever it is, but hey, man, that that nigga show is dope. I be I be playing that. I be I be playing his live show. I be listening to the live show while niggas be working. And. um, Bro, that them that shit be ending. <clears throat> you know, when some song, you know, when some songs is good. When the motherfuckers finish and you be like, damn, it ain't no more to that. Like, damn, that shit. Playboy Cardi, bro. Man, I don't know what they putting in that music. That shit hard, man. All right. Another nigga in a nose. Steph Curry's bitch. Aisha Curry. She is finally come to the service as that a bitch. Wants to sit on some different dicks. 
I wonder whose idea was it. I wonder who brought it to the table. I wonder who brought it to the table. Let me give you a backstory. You know, um, one of the balls from my topsoil ex bitches, you understand me, is real close to them. You know, and um, back when Boss Mac was beginning the process, I was well into the processes. Whenever Steph came through college, like when he was at, I think he was at Wake Forest. I don't, I can't remember. But anyway, when 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 he was in college, you know what I'm saying. He was with that bitch then, and I remember I sent them some shirts, you know what I'm saying, from Boss Mac. Ah, boy, you know what I'm saying? And they, you know, they had the shirts, man, but, you know, I didn't, they wore them and shit. I, I don't, you know, I didn't get no pictures, though, but, you know, they, my bitch took them to him. You know what we be doing. But anyway, um, yeah, so she was with him, and, and, and back then, you know, we we didn't know he was gonna be the greatest point guard of all time, scoring, winning games, multiple. We didn't know that. We didn't know he had them skill. But I knew he had a pretty bitch back then. She was pretty back then. She, you know, she looked thoroughly like somebody mama now but you know that early in the game because I remember my bitch was like yeah you know he, he you know wait I, I, you know what my bitch my ex bitch is related to, to, to Aisha that's how that's how that go and um yeah, she was talking about how cute she was. She's so cute. Yeah, I remember that. But anyway, um, Aisha Curry, man. I remember when Aisha Curry posted that pic of her twerking in them black leather pants or some type of shit in the kitchen cooking and shit. I was like, man. I posted that on my page and I was like, I think I put caption this or some type of shit like that. Just try to see how motherfuckers is thinking. And all these bitches came in there talking hella shit. She doing her thing. She lives. She living her best life. She whoopty whoop. I'm like, bitch, she twerking in the kitchen. What the fuck? And put it on the gram. That's acceptable. What are we doing? Why does bitch want attention? Bitch competing with Steph Curry, man. A bitch can't take it. That all the men of the world. Now, here's the thing. You know what I think? You know what I think? I feel like. Y'all fuck with me, man. I got theory, man. Fuck with the balls, Mac Topsoil. I feel like niggas have that 
face that they present to the world and then that face to they bitch right now your main bitch like Aisha to, to Steph see she been inside his fold and seen the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations he had she know who he really is she can look in there and see it right she been up close in the mix for years right Then the world revere the nigga and be like, he's the greatest point guard in the w- ever. He's greatest man honors greatest niggas. Just niggas. Just, he's like this. He's like the general, general president like this. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you know niggas doing this to Steph when they see him. You know they ain't even looking at his bitch. They will not disrespect Steph Curry they like nigga that's Steph Curry bitch I'm telling you, I rebuke that bitch I don't see that bitch when it come to that bitch I don't have no dick let me take my dick to my leg bitch you Steph Curry niggas love Steph niggas would never do that niggas would never flirt with his wife Niggas don't even want to do that. Niggas don't want to upset him, man. Niggas want him to be pure for the game. Niggas want him to be in good spirits. Niggas want him to be in good spirits. But the bitch don't give a fuck. She want to get out there and fucking sit on some dicks. Even though Steph Curry. So what that tells me is see her inner look at Steph Curry. She knows all the little bitch made shit that he done did and said and shit. The, the, all the shit that we can't see some bitch made shit. And she like, you really a bitch? And I'm disgusted as always. I said, man, when a bitch get up on you, man, inside your circumference, the world can perceive you as that nigga. In the world, you that nigga. But your bitch step into the bubble and get close. And then she be like, oh, this nigga is a bitch-ass motherfucker. He's fooling the world. He's fooling the world. He's really a bitch-ass motherfucker. And that is where Aisha is. You feel me? Who is this bitch gonna fuck with? Now, here's the twist that Aisha have put herself in. I think she don't realize. Now, see, Aisha is comfortable because she going to she going she she cashing when it go bad. She's cashing, right? She's cashing. When it go bad. She's cashing. But it 
she had put herself in the situation, man, because see now, say, she opened herself up to competitions. You feel me from high level bad bitches is gonna come to the table with praises and worship, bringing all their money to the table. Like, pick me, nigga. I, I, you know, I make millions per year. Pick me, nigga. Let me add on to you. It's gonna be a line of bitches. It's gonna be a line of bitches for staff. Oh, it's an open relationship? It's a line. <laughs> Each bitch laying down qualifications. I'm an accountant. I do this. I do that. I own 10 houses. I flip this. Plus, this, plus I know how to twerk and do handstands and and all that shit, nigga. On the pole, nigga. I'm the multifaceted, talented bitch, nigga. Pick me. Them bitches is going to line up for Steph. And if Steph start working on me, man, it's, it's, it's over. <laughs> They're going to be like, man, it's bad bitches all here. I can never go back. And what is Aisha going to replace Steph with? I guess she'd be the lit one when they go out in public and she get with a no-name nigga and torture the no-name nigga. And go out with him in public. And everybody praise her and torture that and they don't know the no name nigga. So that way she would be getting a nigga to experience what she felt with when she out in the bar with Stap. How, how everybody just Oh shit. Shout out to Aisha Curry getting out there like fuck that. I'm living my best life. I'm competing with this nigga. No matter what that fuck with a nigga mind, I feel it's crazy. That's crazy. Steph got to go out here and ball his best and look up in the stands and this bitch sitting next to a motherfucker like, <laughs> I fucked up, bitch. You bitch ass is fucked up. You bitches is fucked up. Alright, um. What else I got? Alright. Reader listener email. Reader listener email. Here we go now. Let's see. Let me knock one. Let me let me do this one. Right here. Let's do this one. What is this? What is this? Oh, before I do the reader listener email, I want to say shout out to uh uh Shell Drake Coffee Roasters. Shell Drake Coffee uh Coffee Roasting on 4606 East 2nd Street in Long Beach. Uh, phone number 562-433-2996 tell them boss Max sent you 
Um, shout out to my home girl. Um, shout out to my home girl. Uh, Camilla. Yeah, Camilla. Shout out to my homegirl, Camilla, who blessed me with this right here, who's made this suggestion, the Brazil Sunrise. The Brazil Sunrise, they, 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 this, this spot right here, this is one of them spots to roast they, they beans on the spot. You feel me? Like, so... It's like, you know what I'm saying? You see all the equipment over there, man. And, you know, I'm going to keep it 100, man. Uh, Camilla, she a bad bitch, though. She's a bad bitch, Camilla. Shout out, Camilla. And, you know, this packaging, man. You know, they, they give you the bomb packaging, man. Look good. This look like Christmas packaging, but this what the packaging always be looking like. Yeah, man. So that's one of my spots, man. I still fuck with Starbucks, though, but that's one of my spots, man. I'm going to keep it a buck, man. I ain't going to lie, man. I be going to to Starbucks and shit because of some of the bitches in there, man. I I just fuck with them bitches, man, you know. It's just, it just be blasting the ball, smack top so man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like, bitches just be like, they be like, bitches be happy to see a nigga coming, man. Like, I be like, damn, man. I'll be happy and shit. But anyway, reader, listener, email. All right. I like my shit more. More sagging. You know, I'd be like my. You know, I like my shit sagging. Alright, um Reader Listener email. Reader listener email. Alright. A nigga from Los Angeles writes the ball smack. He's a ball smack. I'm a nigga out here. Extremely on my purpose. Getting to the back. I have a main bitch on the team and I'm currently reviewing an application on the table for a number two bitch. Here is my story. I'm a young nigga at 31. A few years ago, I had the same bitch, but I was broke and getting broker. My bitch left me. I got on my grind, focused, rebuilt myself. A few years later, the bitch came back. Now we live together and I have a little son. Now, the way I got the bitch back was with gang, was through gang. 
two weeks ago, my bitch comes to me with a proposal. She says that a bitch she used to fuck with wants to link back up with her and wants to be my bitch as well. Now, this bitch is not as bad a bitch as my bitch, but she is a bad bitch. The bitch is an accountant pushing a Tesla. So the bitch be working a lot of hours. And, and she kind of on the thick side. Now, Boss Mac, what do you think about this play? Do you think this bitch, this the, the, the new bitch is probing for weakness to try to steal my bitch from me? Or uh, do you think this is just... Uh, uh, a wholesome situation and maybe I should fuck with it alright um, you know man you know I'm, yeah, I keep it a buck man um I would, I would try out the vibe and see if I could vibe with the bitch. You know what I'm saying? If it was any type of connective energy there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if it was, if it was something that I could accept, like, because... You know what I'm saying? I I just I just ain't gonna fuck with every bitch. You know what I'm saying? I gotta sit down with a bitch and really converse and a lot and, and you know vibe with a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, your bitch screening a bitch and bringing her in is saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? You know, and she's done. She probably did a lot of vetting of the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Before you know, so I will probably go for it on a trial basis to see if it was something that I thought was was you know doable for me because y'all go they go because see the reason why I would go that route is because they gonna fuck around anyway. If I consent or not, these bitches gonna fuck around so. I could get in and be like, okay, let me see if I can vibe with this, see how, you know, what, you know, how my, how my masculinity imprint on a bitch, how she receive a nigga, is it with, a, you know, do she come on the team and just fit in lovely, like, you know, she just up under that bitch and then she just, they all come to you and serve, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I keep one bitch living over there and, you know, keep the same living situation. Don't turn, don't not all of them live together with you. You know what I'm saying? And and, and see, test her waters, man. See if it's subdoable, if it's uncomfortable. You know, this weird shit about a bitch. You, you, you know, you hit the eject button. You hit the eject button. Like, eject, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, it's something to test out. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't uncomfortable, see how the bitch is. View the bitch first. 
Don't just be like, it's automatically in. Be like, okay, I'm willing to review a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And see if any chemistries or any type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Is this a doable? We don't know if it's doable. Even though your bitch can pre, you know, pre-qualifier, like, you know, stale. We don't know. All right. Another reader, listener, email a nigga from Los Angeles writes to Boss Mac. He says, Boss Mac, I'm in the process of adding a new bitch to the team. She's a cool bitch, a teacher bitch out at Orange County. (laughs) Me and her have been going back and forth for months I live in L.A. and this bitch lives in Santa Ana. That's a little drive to get to her crib. Three weeks ago, I did some low-key sucker shit and tried to surprise the bitch with some flowers and some dick in the middle of the week. So I popped up at a bitch's crib. Well, actually, I pulled up at her crib and parked across the street and waited for her to come home and smoke the blunt. I was thinking I'm about to surprise this bitch and it's about to go up this bitch pulls in the driveway and enters her crib I text a bitch there's no response 15 minutes later a car pulls up in front of her crib and a nigga gets out and goes up to her door When she comes out, she's happy as fuck, and he goes in. I wait 10 more minutes and shot the bitch another sucker text saying, I'm trying to pull up. What's good? I'm off tomorrow. No response. Now I'm feeling like a whole sucker. After about another half hour, I shot off another sucker text. And then I went home. Later on that night, this bitch called me all excited, talking about she was asleep and missed the text. And that if I still wanted to come out there and kick it, she was down with that, but she just wanted me to know that she was on her period so she could only suck my dick. Now, Boss Mac, I tried to control myself. I just told the bitch I was tired as fuck and we could link up in a day or two. Balls, Mac. How should I play this? All right. Yeah, man. When you popped up, and initiated contact, you was in a sucker space. You was in a extreme sucker 
domain. You was just in a domain of great suckerism. When you, cause it, it's cool to pop up and observe like a detective and gather information and intel and leave without making contact with a bitch. But when you in the cut and you attempt to make contact with a bitch, then you're in a sucker space. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know, she four, five, fake, fake it, fake it, you know? Yeah, um, sometimes, man, like, when you, when you do a violation to yourself, Bottom line, man. As long as the bitch is still treating you with great respect, go forth. Don't worry about what you saw. As long as a bitch is treating you with great respect, y'all don't have no monogamous agreements and shit. When you do sucker shit and you experience shit because of your sucker shit, you gotta acknowledge that and write it off. You know what I mean? Like, you popped up, you saw something you wasn't supposed to see. As long as your bitch still treats you with respect and admiration. That's what you keep your eye on. The lies. You should be able to see through the lies. But you ain't got to be reactful. You know what I mean? Like. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes you got to give a bitch a pass, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, don't let, your, don't let your soul be crushed by the illegal vision that you witnessed. Because you witnessed an illegal vision. Because you wasn't supposed to be over there, nigga. All right, gentlemen. Merry Christmas to all y'all motherfuckers, man. I hope this game gets to you on Christmas. I hope I can get this up there for you because I'm doing it right now on Christmas. 
And I hope y'all niggas had a good year, man. Um, and uh, yeah, man. I think I'm a whole up right there. How long I've been going? I've been going like a little minute, little hour, huh? Little hour. Thank you for coming out. The Top Mac Nigga Show is a Ball Smack Industries production.